Would you all feel better if I stood on the stage rather than doing this for the next hour? Too bad! I'm going to go to tables now. Here we go. Tables, ladders, chairs, you meet them, everybody, 2019. I'm looking at my monologue notes. This is not on there. <laughs> nope, this was not what I had planned. And this is not what Tom had planned. Tom wanted to create a place for friends. Nazis aren't friends. They're bad. They're bad people. New year, no Nazis. How about that? Could that be the new statement? No Nazis. People don't want to cheer too much because they're like, is he going to say pro-Nazi stuff in a second? This could go either way. The answer is no, I will never do that. Not even as a joke. <laughs> Why did I say that like it was really important? Um, I am incredibly grateful that you guys are here. Uh, I'm really grateful that you haven't left yet. You were my favorite band that I saw on this show in 2018. Teen Mortgage is going to close the show. Uh, Allison's going to come to the stage, and we're going to chat. Haywood's going to come to the stage, and we're going to chat. And brand new friend Kate's going to come to the stage and do some comedy. So without further ado, please put your hands together for Allison Lane, everybody. Allison. <laughs> Allison, how are you? See, I don't have health insurance. Otherwise, I would walk on those chairs all fucking day. I am a privileged man wow, who has health insurance. Like I will walk on all the chairs. Yeah. Allison, how are you? I'm doing great. Happy New Year. Happy New, Happy New Year. year. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. New Year. Wow, New what Year. What do you hope to accomplish in this new year of ours? Whiter with a bigger dick. Whiter with a bigger dick is always a fantastic goal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to be. Have you ever had a concussion? Uh, yeah, several. They're not fun. How, They're, when's the last time you got one? Uh, high school. Oh, it's been a minute. Yeah. Uh, how did you get concussed? My brain was, was much more uh, resilient back then. How, how did you get concussed? Um, dance class. Seriously? Very seriously. Uh, did you get dropped? No. <laughs> what happened? I'm, uh, so even though I was a dancer I, and graceful, that does not mean I'm not klutzy or whatever. I definitely was doing like a, a layback or something, uh -huh. you know, a little back bend, lifted my head up and hit my whole face on the bar. Cool. Yeah, it was cool, man. Uh, what do you want to do it tonight? Well, it was this, this injury it was from dance class. Yeah, like that's how I got a black eye. It was a dance class. Really? You, you got a black eye from that? Yeah, it was great. Wow. It's weird because sometimes as a white man, I have black eyes. Hell yeah. The audience will get that. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, who did warm up tonight, um, He's great. wrote about uh, almost getting hit by a car. Yes. Uh, I got hit by a car. Did you ever get hit by a car? Not today. You got hit by a car another time? No, I have not been hit by you a car. You never been hit by a car? Ever. I was intentionally hit by a car. And how do I know? I mm -hmm. know it was intentional. Wow. Did yeah. you deserve it? Yeah, I did. Uh, okay. I was on a bicycle and the side of the van hit me. Oh. That means they swerved into me on purpose. Yikes. And, uh, and I'm fine. You got your legs and your 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 life. Yep. All the things. Yep. Listen, I'm gonna really. What the fuck did you do? That, I, that, I, what a what a lame ass like. Yeah, I was in intentionally hit by a car, and then just ended there. Like. Well, I was kind of dressed like I am now, oh. and it was like two a.m. and I was not. I was not drinking at the time. I was like twenty. Yeah, I was twenty, and I was biking from. You got enemies though. Yes, uh, I was biking. From uh, Lakeview, which is a neighborhood in Chicago, to Oak Park, which is the first suburb of the west side. So I was biking throughout the entire west side, and I got hit by a car around 2 a.m. on purpose. 
on a, on a van that hit sounds me. Sounds terrible. I'm so fine. What happened to you? No, my head's fine. It's healed completely. Wow. We're here. We're doing this. You are concussed, and it's fantastic. So I'm gonna need you to do a lot of the heavy lifting tonight. I can't wait. Uh, I should have had you up here the entire time, and like like no, to apologize for the audience for that. Not at all. Everybody enjoyed it. This is an excellent <laughs> show. I don't know we're about that. Starting out on a high note. I don't know about at that. At least chair high. We're you know? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we're starting. We're st- we're technically doing a show. I want to thank Miller High Life for making no free plugs. Fuck Miller High Life. I don't know. They encourage drunk driving. Every Miller High Life drinker is a drunk. Is that a thing? And is that a thing people say? Could we get some money, Miller High Life beer sponsors? I'm an influencer. All of your all of your sites <laughs> like Nazis. You all are bad people. And by saying you all, I don't mean the people in the room. I mean you people. people? Did you just you people your audience? Yeah, yeah. You're all bad people. <laughs> I am the heel. I have drinks in front of me, and I will consume them. Mm, yes. I know I shouldn't. Ooh. One of those is water, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, bro. Bennett, give me a triple. Let's fucking Actually, let's do it. Happy birthday, Bennett. Happy birthday, Bennett. Woo! Make sure you wish him happy birthday. Again. Some people here have seen the show. Some people are here for the first time. I would like to let everyone know that's here for the first time. This is exactly how the show was supposed to go. And this is this is how it always goes. Yes. It's the best show. You like you think you like carpool karaoke? You're right. You do. You love it. This is number two. This is the same thing, but not in a car, and we don't sing at all. It's the same thing. James Cordron, everybody, check him out on Late Night with James Cordron. Corden. Cordron. Cor- yeah, him. Rob Corddry was on The Daily Show. Rob Corddry. He was from Boston. Sexy. Still from Boston. That's how <laughs> origin works. You know who's ready for some football? Rob Corddry. Rooting I love for her. those New England Patriots. God. Corddry? Cord- Rob Corddry. Rob Corddry. What a great host. Rob Corddry. <laughs> Kate is a nice lady. Okay. That's it. What if I didn't bring her up? I just said. <laughs> She's in the room. She's not going to perform tonight because she's a nice lady. There they are. Jesus Christ. Allison, I'm so sorry about no, tonight. No, no, this is the best. I it's can't wait. Not this the is best. setting a wonderful precedent for the new year. New year, new us, the same. This is very honest. What you is know, the honesty in this? Honest. What am I revealing? I don't know. I feel like a Yala Van Zandt. Like, I feel like I'm about to bring out the best in you and let you know like, how great you are. Even though you're concussed. I don't feel good. No, if you throw up on stage, that'd be super. Have you thrown up on stage before? Yes, I have. Here's the story. Yes! I, I was. Finally! I was, this relates to the monologue, actually. <laughs> I, um, all right, let's see if I could do this without being a complete asshole. So I, I was in a band when I was younger. We've already established. Maybe we didn't. Oh, boy. I was in a band! I was in a band when I was younger, maybe 19. I was working at the Music Box Theater. The Music Box Theater is a wonderful uh, movie theater. They build themselves as a year-round, year-round film festival. So because they are a year-round film festival, every once in a while, they work with embassies and consulates and stuff like that. So for one night, the Australian embassy decided to have a bunch of Australian films in Chicago, Illinois at the Music Box Theater. So in addition to having the, re- the regular popcorn, they also had yellowtail wine because yellowtail wine was new in the American market at the time, and they just gave out yellowtail wine. I was 19. The next night I played a show on the south side of Chicago. Now, Chicago is a uh, very racist city in many, many, many ways, but not usually this way. Anyways, uh, I played a show on the south side of Chicago. It was a basement show. Now, uh, people in the bands know exactly what I'm talking about. Basement shows tend to run incredibly long and incredibly late and sometimes incredibly loud. So it was a 10-band, maybe 12-band lineup, and we were the last band to play. So 
That, that's actually the best time to play a house show. That's Don't Feel Bad for Us. That is the prime spot. You definitely want to play last. So, <laughs> stop ruining the story. So, Green Room was in the garage. Now, this was a show, and I want to say January or even March. Either way, it was the dental winter in Chicago, Illinois. Now, I don't know if you know this. Chicago is a cold place. It's not like Hawaii. It's a cold, cold place. So, what did we do? People ran their car, and we would just sit in the running car for heat. So, we're just sucking up that carbon monoxide, <laughs> drinking our Australian yellowtail wine for 19-year-olds. I actually know the date of this, and I'll tell you in a second why I know the date of this. Uh... We ran out of our yellowtail wine because there's four of us and there's only four bottles and that goes in like a half an hour. So we decided to drink the Coors Light that was provided by the house. We drank all the Coors Light. That doesn't last very long. We decided to become friends with the band that's going to play right before us and they're a band from Northwest Indiana. Now, Chicago's racist, but Northwest Indiana's worse. Here's how I know that. Uh, number one, Indiana. Number two, um, <laughs> they didn't reveal this. They were a hidden white power band. Which means they didn't build themselves as a white power band. <laughs> exactly. And then when we found out they were a white power band, we went from casually sharing drinks to as soon as they were on stage drinking all of their alcohol to show them who's boss. <laughs> Me. I'm the boss. So we drank. They're in half, I, probably at this point half a bottle of Jack Daniels or whatever. Once again, four, 20, four 19-year-olds. We should not have been doing this for many, many reasons. Uh, we drank all of their alcohol. We play the show. We were supposed to play at 10. We ended up playing at midnight. About the fourth song in, uh, we had a Sonic Youth type situation where I would sing the chorus and the other guy would sing the verse and vice versa. Like two, so two singers is the idea here. Uh, so one of the songs where I was just singing the chorus, I was like, oh, this is not going to land uh, in my body. It's got to land outside my body. And I kick my bassist as hard as I can. I say, move! And he goes, huh? And I go, move! And he moves. And then I projectile vomit all over. I projectile vomit all of the yellowtail wine and the Coors Light and the Jack Daniels I drank from the White Power Band. And then, without missing a note, I sing the chorus. Because I am a professional. Wow, you are a show person. Thank you, thank that you, thank you. And then, and um, I will never forget that night for two reasons besides the obvious. Uh, number one, that, that photo set were the interior photos of our CD. <laughs> so every time I see those photos, I was like, I know exactly what happened, exactly at what time that happened. And then the other reason why I will always remember this night, it was on February 8th going into February 9th. That is the birthday of my bassist girlfriend. And he was 19 and she was 17. So at midnight, it became legal. Oh, my God. So right before we played, he just yelled out, it's legal, and they're married with a child now. <laughs> so at the end of the day, this is the moral of the story. This is the moral of the story. Never give up. Never change who you are. <laughs> Drink all of the alcohol from white power bands. Because sometimes you're on a bill with white power bands, and you don't know until you're there, and they tell you, hey, we're a white power band. You're like, oh, that's interesting. Rather than fight them, you drink all the booze, you hit them where it hurts, and then projectile vomit all over the house of the guy that booked a fucking white power band. I'm a winner, baby. So I'm 36 now. You have a fun life. That was uh, 16 years ago. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> I feel fine now, actually. I think that unconcussed me. I am ready for some football. Yeah. So we have a guest. Yes, we do. <laughs> Kate, I don't know if that was the best way to give you some laughs coming up or the worst. That's not a thing people say. The concussion is back, Kate. Kate, I am so glad you're here. She was recently part of Benson Ball where I got to see her perform. She's here every Sunday's 
with Mimosa. Ha, I can't pronounce that because I'm uh, very concussed. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Kate Flaherty, everybody. Kate is on the show tonight. She is waving. I'll put this mic down. Hi. <laughs> it's me from the intro. Kate. <laughs> and from those other times, my name was said sternly. <laughs> Um, just a fun fact, I know a lot about Doctor Who because I got a tattoo when I was 18 because that felt like a solid choice. Um, so, um, good. That's a tie-in that no one remembers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so my day is cool. You didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you about it. Um, because I, uh, I got a Facebook birthday notification. That was my only real communication that I got through my phone today because I'm really popular. Um, and it was a birthday notification that Scott Oliver turned 28 today. And Facebook's like, do you want to wish him a happy birthday? And I said, no, <laughs> I don't. Why? I'll tell you. <laughs> because what that really meant is, is that uh, my first encounter with an uncircumcised penis turned 28 today. <laughs> yeah. That was Facebook's way of saying, like, Hey, do you remember that time you gave head in the archway of a college football stadium at one in the morning? Your self-esteem used to be low. <laughs> Happy birthday, Scott! <laughs> so I said happy birthday because I'm very polite. Um, but the day wasn't a total bust. I, um, I actually got my first uh, quarterly installment of uh, lingerie from my grandmother. Yep, that's a thing everyone gets. Just kidding, it's just me, I know. Um, I want to clarify, it's not for sex, it's for safety. Uh, when I was 13, my grandma was like, hey, let's go see the Scooby-Doo movie. And I said, fuck yeah. And instead we went to a Victoria's Secret. And the only mystery there is why is this breast uh, a B, and this one is an inverted A. <laughs> And the villain was puberty. <laughs> Thanks, Scoob. <laughs> um, so I just remember like looking around at all these posters of buxom German women, like, well, I shouldn't be here. Um, and I was like, why did you do this to me? And she goes, Catherine. She smokes. Um, she's like, Catherine, what you need to understand is one day you and your friends could be in an accident. And the paramedics and the firemen are going to do the best they can but they're gonna try harder for the girl who tries harder. <laughs> That's a true statement. A lot to unpack. Um, one, um, I'm like 90% sure that's not in the oath, but 10% too scared to check. Um, but like at 13, I didn't think to ask my grandma, like, hey, in what situation have me and my friends lost our tops and bottoms, but our underpants are fully intact to the point of brand recognition through smoke? Like, they're just going to be like, Walmart, you're dead yesterday. <laughs> Target, maybe. Like, Victoria, all right, come on down, honey. Like, um... But I have crippling anxiety, and I don't say no to people. You guys remember the archway. Facebook does. <laughs> um, so I wear thongs every day for safety. And that's why I have the personality I have, because my underwear is inside me. <laughs> <laughs> C 
constantly. <laughs> Womanhood's cool. Um, <laughs> that one works. <laughs> um, no, actually, my grandma is a fucking gem. Um, I recently went home for the holidays, and we were talking because my little cousin just figured out Santa's not real. Spoiler alert. Um, and we were talking about it, and it like brought back the memory of when I found out Santa wasn't real. Because my dad like sat me down. He's like, I need you to just like get this out of your system because we can't afford two <laughs> sets of gifts. Um, he's not real. And I remember I was sitting there with my grandma, and I was like, man, grandma, just just got hit with the news about Santa and magic not being real. And she's like, that's bullshit. <laughs> and I was like, no, dad said it. And she's like, <clears throat> he doesn't have any imagination. Santa's real, magic's real. I was like, I don't know. And she's like, no, magic's real and I'll tell you why. I've outlived all your other grandparents and it's because the magical love have kept me alive. <laughs> and so like I got over Santa super quick. Um, but the fact that I didn't love Grandpa Joe enough for him to be cancer haunts me. <laughs> like, that one took a while. Um, yeah, quick subject change. I got married last year. Clap. <laughs> Thank you. I was on Tinder for three years, and I never deleted the app. Like, they gave me a husband because they were worried. Like, I was a lawsuit waiting to happen if things didn't go well. They were like, we gotta give her something, or just, this is on us. Um, so I, I got my husband. Um, I photoshopped a lot of my pictures, but he was desperate, so it worked out. Um, yeah, catfish you a man. It works. Because they're already there on the date and paying, so like, hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's, um, it's really cool. I'm glad I met him because I was really bad at dating. Um, I specifically just like mostly dated barbacks um, who were in their like late 30s because there was something about a man who was not allowed to pour beer professionally that like spoke to me. <laughs> like I was like, hey, do you want to come home with me and then ghost me over the course of two weeks and I'll cry about it for a month? Let's do this. Yeah, um, I always, and I, they're, they're all like, their names aren't creative. It was like a lot of Thads, Chads, Brads, like names you can yawn through in the morning. So you're just like, ah, you're still here. Um, it was great. Um, I was actually with a Brad right before I met my husband. Um, and he was exquisite. And by exquisite, I mean average. Um, and he made love like it. But... What was really memorable about him was he had the most beautiful ribcage tattoo. It was Fallout Boy lyrics. <laughs> In Latin. No. <laughs> and it wasn't one of the popular songs. <laughs> it was a bonus EP edition situation. And I was like, why Latin? <laughs> and he was like, I thought it made it prettier which isn't wrong. Um, but also I was like, so do you have ties to Latin? <laughs> do you speak it? I'm unfamiliar with it, but you committed to it. And he was like, no, but uh, you know, my friend's uh, brother just graduated AP Latin at his high school, so he did the translation for free. Uh. And I was like, good for you for getting an AP kid. Like, well, this has got the education to back it up. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah. 
And um, so I'm Kate. <laughs> Kate, I like you, and I like the set. Can we Thank talk you. about the set? Yeah. Did you know I played shows with Fall Out Boy? <laughs> oh. I did. Well, I didn't. I but did. They're remarkable. No, they're not. No, they're, they're average not. men. Yep. I saw them play a Christmas show at the White House tree lighting. No plugs. You <laughs> sounded like you were ready for some football in college. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, was I? Where's Game you? day was a busy day for me. <laughs> Vaginally. I'm sure your dad is a very nice man. Have your parents seen your stand-up? They have. What do they think? Um, I like gave them a heads up. I was going to talk about blowjobs. Um, and they were like, we're cool. We don't care. They cared. Um. Was this before or after your wedding? Uh, before the wedding. Okay. So, but now that you're married, it's fine. They're like, well, it's one blowjob forever now. So, good for you. Was that in your vows? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm regretting that it wasn't. <laughs> We'll just Commitment do a, ceremony. We'll do a renewal. How just, long? Have, just when we know things are falling apart. Oh no! How long have you been married? Like since September. You gotta hurry up. Yeah. We gotta book that one-year renewal of the vows that that Woo! every that every healthy marriage has. <laughs> They're all super normal. We'll Instagram live it. Uh, if you could change one thing about your wedding, what would you change? Oh my God. Um, well. Probably the dress itself. What was wrong with your dress? All right. So here's the deal. My entire life, I've been like, Puts you know glass what? down, too. This yeah. is serious. <laughs> like, you know what you do? Bloat easy. So whatever you do, don't get a dress that hugs your entire body. Bloat easy. I bloat easy. Okay. I think she said bloat. Okay. Okay. Bloat. Blow. I was like, what? Is another blowjob story? I used to blow easy. Now oh. I bloat easy, because growing up is cool. Um, you bloat. I bloat. Okay. And so that day, I ate a lot of uh, salted meats um, on the snack platter. That's awesome. And, and the dress reflected the salted meats. Are you sure you're not a fan of WCW wrestling? Because this sounds like a late 90s WCW episode of Nitro. Well, I feel like now I have to get into it to see, like confirm. I'll, I'll Instagram you if it, if it works out for me with that. No? <laughs> well, I'm sorry that you regret your dress. That's a big regret. I mean... You can always Photoshop it. I'm very good at it. Did so. you Photoshop your wedding oh photos? Oh, my God. I posted so... I, like, waited two months to post it to Facebook so I could Photoshop all the pictures. Wow. No, I'm a monster. And the marriage is working out. Oh, no. Like, we're into it. Good. Yeah. No, what? he's cool. What's his name? Joseph. I was hoping you'd pause for a long time. <laughs> oh, no. Phil... Joe. Joe, it's Joe. <laughs> no. No. Well, Kate, I want to thank you for being here. You have to return to this very stage in roughly 40 hours. I'm so excited. No, I'm not. I will now refer... Oh, that's great. <laughs> I will now refer to you as the Miss Elizabeth of DC Comedy. She's got a very happy ending. Don't look it up. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Not At All Irish. Kate Flaherty, everybody. Kate, thank you. Thank you, guys. We're shaking hands. Coming to the stage is my mom's favorite part of the show and most people's favorite part of the show, and he's a very tired man, and he's got to go do another show after this, and I'm very glad that he's here. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Haywood Turnipseed Jr. It's time for color commentary. Haywood, you will need to do all of the heavy lifting for this because, like you, I played football tonight, and I got concussed. Well, I didn't play tonight, but you have been concussed, Dave. 
How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. New Year, new you. Happy concussion, Jim McMahon. Way to go, buddy. Yeah. Jim McMahon is currently doing a show in Vegas with Jose Canseco. Yeah, both of them been knocked out before. Yep. We should do steroids and get famous. Yep. I thought he was dead. Jim, <laughs> what, you thought Jim McMahon was dead or Jose Canseco? Jose Canseco. Number one. You you're wrong. Him? Number two, yeah, I love the way you're holding Jimmy. this microphone right now. That's a very fancy way to hold the microphone. Well, I, I, okay. No, I'm not knocking it. I think it's fantastic. I've never seen someone hold the microphone. Well, I like have a, a bottle of champagne in my left hand. and. Uh, well, you are a straight white man. That's how we drink. Haywood, how are you? Hey, what's happening, man? I'm doing well. Good. I'm black in America. What? <laughs> Still in the new year. <laughs> I thought you would have changed that. I was. I should have. I should. I should have asked Santa Claus for Christmas, <laughs> or Papa Mustafa for Kwanzaa because. <laughs> you played Santa. I played Santa. I did. You played Santa. I for portrayed the Santa. Yes, I did in front of a whole lot of white kids who were confused. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "We didn't know you were so hip with the Apple Watch." I was like, "Really? You looking at my Apple Watch, there, Whitey?" <laughs> <laughs> Santa, what are you doing with an Apple Watch? Santa also has Jordans on. You notice that? <laughs> I did. I had on Jordans. It was amazing. That's good. That was great, man. It was great. It was uh, breaking stereotypes. I do it just for Megan Kelly. I really do. It's my it's my way of giving back. You know. Isn't I mean? it Megan with a Y? I don't know. I think it's Megan with a Y. Is it Megan with a Y? Why? Megan. Why does she have a Y in her name? Megan. She doesn't have it. She doesn't Megan even. with a Y. What is she, double X posse? She has no Y chromosomes. <laughs> well, maybe she does. Megan with a Y. But just not telling us. Happy New Year! You said that already. What Somebody get this guy Snickers because he's Batman. hey yo, <laughs> You remember that commercial? Where this white quarterback got concussed. What are we talking about? Uh, today? Evening. Oh, man, so much has happened since uh, last month. Like, last month we talked about religion. And, yes. Uh, it's a new year, so I was like, we're just going to talk about what we're going to do in the new year and what's going on. And then Louis C.K. whipped his dick out again. Oops, I'm sorry, he said the N-word. Same difference. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, what else happened? Uh, and then fucking Spider-Man came out, and it was yes. a black uh, Hispanic guy, and he had on Jordans, and he was just like Santa Claus, and that was amazing. And... Uh, then uh, I got furloughed. <laughs> I was like, oh. let's just talk about that. I was like, you know what I've been doing all day long? Shit, watching Spider-Man uh, at the movies and uh, R. Kelly on my timeline. <laughs> it's amazing how, how some people forget. It's amazing. So I was like, let's talk about the furlough. How, how's it going for you? Uh, I've only been furloughed a couple of days. It's not too bad. Uh, I have enough money to last two days. <laughs> so, <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so far, so good. This is, this is the first... <laughs> I got this show, and uh, let's see what happens after this. So we've established that this show is a very uh, uh, pro-the-Donald show because we respect our WWE Hall of Famers. So uh, this is the first time you've ever actually disagreed with what's going on oh, with the Oval, in the Oval Office. Well, here's the thing. Isn't now. that correct, Haywood? Hey, here's the thing. <laughs> I, here's the thing about the front. Well, this is not the first time. I, I, I could disagree with him all day. I have, he has yet to do anything in the Oval Office other than be an Oval asshole. So... I mean, what has he done? Okay, is that a fat joke? No, that's just uh, it's, it it's an asshole joke. It's like his mouth is shaped like an oval, which is why is that bad? He's a sphincter. Why is that bad? Because he's, he's not doing work, man. Three. What? Okay, dig this right. 
uh, government shutdowns. Let's talk about this, right? What is furlough? What does it mean for the government to be partially shut down as it is right now? So basically it means that the U.S. government does not have the funds available to pay its employees or perform its usual services. That's basically what it is. So basically the U.S. government has uh, getting credit reports from all of us citizens going, and they're like, we can't pay the bill this month. We'll see you <laughs> next month, and uh, <laughs> let's just see you for how long this keeps going. So I said that to say, under Donald Trump, right? This is the president. He's been president since what, 2016? It is 2019. 2017. He's 2017, excuse bitch. me. Yeah. Oh, so he's not even full two years as president, right? No. Well, and no. his term during president in 2018, there were three government shutdowns. Let's take the other presidents and do that in con uh, 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 comparison. Three government shutdowns under Donald Trump. Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan, who is the devil, as I have also said on the show. <laughs> uh, not only was he president, he had eight government shutdowns. But all eight, and I said it to say, all eight of his government shutdowns or furloughs uh, consisted of four days uh, or less. So it might be a day here, a day there. It was actually like getting the uh, Martin Luther King holiday. So it was, it was. It was like, he was like, I'm not giving the niggas this holiday. And then he was like, oh, they won't make no more movies? Oh, okay, well then, let's make this happen. But I'm putting crack in the neighborhoods. That could go in this bill, right? I'm putting crack in the neighborhoods. That is going in this bill. Hey, Iran Contra. <laughs> So all his shit was eight, 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 eight government shutdowns that we didn't really know about. But since the 90s, uh, when shutdowns actually, government workers incurred furlough of not being able to be paid for their shutdowns, there have been one under Bush one, and that happened over the course of a weekend. Uh, there was uh, two under Clinton, uh, one for lasted five days, the other lasted 26 days, and both of these were Clinton. Uh, one was actually him, uh, making super prisons. And the other one, <laughs> the other one was, uh, he was actually trying to get more money uh, in, uh, for Medicare and things like that. So there was the Democrats trying to get uh, government to do more, which is what Donald Trump is actually saying. He's trying to get, as a Republican, trying to get government to do more. What he's saying is build a wall. Now, uh, he's fucking up by saying build a wall because that's not actually what it is. It's for border security. And I'm of the mindset that the borders should be secure. I personally don't want cocaine coming in like it is on a regular basis. Let's just stop that. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's been happening since Reagan. See, I'm kind of surprised you're saying that because you're a comic and Coke fuels most every comedy show. Well, no, Coke fucks up a comedy show because that's what, a lot of comedians think they're funny on cocaine that are not. I.e. Louis C.K., he would never say I that. I don't to, disagree. I have white comic friends who better not say the N-word in front of me. I don't give a fuck how much Coke you own. Let's name names. Go. You, for one. <laughs> this is your show. You'll never be like, hey, I'm a nigga. What the fuck did you say on the show? That's when the show goes on. That's all, you, all you hear is wrestling all of a sudden. I will only uh, fight your dad. I, I won't fight you. I don't even have one of those, so. <laughs> Jesus. Did you like the Beastie Boys? I do I did like the Beastie Boys. Okay. Guess what they never did? Shut down the government. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so Clinton had two government shutdowns. Obama actually had one, which lasted 16 days, but this is with Obamacare, and this is when he was actually trying to get things done. So this is what happens when government shutdowns occur, right? So the president and the, and the, and the people. This is for the people who don't know. For people here in the, uh, the room, you guys already know what basically is affected. So what happens is the president doesn't agree with the... Uh, bills come from the House of Representatives, and they go from the House of Representatives to the Senate, and then they get to the president. Uh, if the House of Representatives, which is what it is, is primarily Democratic, they're going to send something over that the Republican president doesn't necessarily agree with. And the Republican president goes, hey, you know what? I don't agree with this. Boom. F you. Send it back to me later. Problem with this, 
people are actually affected by this. It's not just museums being closed. It's not just the zoo being closed. It's not just the fact that planetarium, all these things that we normally would do, like on my days off, the shit that I would do is fucking close. <laughs> so I was like, what else I'm gonna do but smoke crack? This is, I get the slippery <laughs> slope that we're all, like I spent all day today like trying not to smoke crack. It was like, wow, it's just so, it's right there. <laughs> I'm bored, so <laughs> I said, but I have to go back and get piss test. So I say that to say, uh, there are people that are affected, right? Like there are people like not only like myself. Who, yeah, I have a family, and uh, I'm okay. Like I said, for another two days. Uh, but then you have like people like my coworkers, Freddie and Ashley. Uh, Ashley's a single mother; she has a child. Does she need to be without work, without pay for a few days? You have people like my coworker, Freddie. Freddie's, uh, Freddie's already a retired service member. He retired from the Air Force 20 years, and now he's a federal worker. He's giving back his time to the federal government, working at a place where actually ensuring that uh, people can do what they need to do all day long, very smoothly. This is the beauty about living in D.C., unlike living in other big cities. Like, there's never a lot of trash in the streets around here, especially around the mall, for all the things that occur. Because there are people picking up those pieces of trash all day long. And there are people actually cutting those bushes. And there are people actually manning the bathrooms at all of these memorials and all of these monuments that will be open that you won't be able to piss in. You'll have to piss on, and then it'll be like New York City. And then we'll be like, hey, what happened to D.C.? And we'll be like, well, Trump came. And he wanted it to be like New York City. And look what he brought with him, a lot of piss. This nigga's as bad as fucking R. Kelly. You know why I say that to say? Because he's pissing on shit that, I, you know what? And here's the thing, people had to prop up R. Kelly for all those years. Not just people, I'm not just talking about his managers, and I'm not just talking about his motherfucking bodyguards. I'm talking about the radio stations, I'm talking about the record labels, I'm talking about the Republican Party who said, dig this, right? You can deal with Trump, or you can deal with us. We know what Trump has brought. We know these motherfuckers are there. We, all of us sit on the wall and know that they all these fucking, if you're voting Republican beyond this year, you have to explain to me why. It makes no fucking sense. I don't care what you actually do vote, but as a member, thank you, British guy. <laughs> Only nigga clapping is the one who understands House of Commons and the House of Parliament. We all have to come to fucking together, goddammit. But in Robin Hood, I saw the movie. I know what he said. In England, every man or woman is a king or queen in their goddamn house, and in their house is their goddamn castle. And in my castle that I live in, on Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue, I have to say, wait a minute now, I have to get Democrats and Republicans from other fucking places, because I don't actually have a representative in Congress. My representative actually had to stand on the floor today with two other senators from other places shadowing her, giving her time to ask for my goddamn city to get a vote on the fucking floor. That's number one. But we can't talk about that. Why? Because the government is shut the fuck down. Dig this, right? The fucking, I thought the government, which actually bailed out the goddamn housing companies and bailed out the banks was too fucking big to fail. But this bastard actually said today, and I can call him that because we don't know who his fucking father was. I watched Game of Thrones. You're a goddamn bastard, motherfucker. <laughs> Trump, Trump, I don't know who the fuck you come from. So, <laughs> right, bastard of New York. <laughs> this guy said today that this shutdown could last not just months, but years. Could you imagine not being able, I heard a call from a woman uh, two days ago who actually had to get tickets back in September to come to the uh, National African American History Museum, Museum of Culture, Museum and Culture, whatever, the Blacksonian. She had to come, she, <laughs> she traveled all this, all this way only for the doors to be closed. And fortunately the place that I work at was open, but just the other day those doors are closed. And in that building you have fucking Van Goghs and you have Monets and you have fucking Picassos that kids can't see right now. 
and this is for free. That people, not, no, it's not for free. Dig it. If you fucking bought a drink tonight, any taxes you pay actually keep this shit open. And I, we are still buying shit. And taxes are still being paid. And this motherfucker shut the government down so it can build a false wall. Cool, man. Dig this. I want all of y'all to get together. I'm talking about Nancy Pelosi. I'm talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about Chuck Schumer. All you motherfuckers, get in the room. I'm going to give you one pistol and only one motherfucker come out. And that's the motherfucker we li- listening to. That's it. That's all. That's all. Get this shit over with. Because I don't care how much longer it goes. If it goes fucking, here's the thing. Here's the, per- here's, here's the one beauty of it. At least I do have comedy to fall back on. What about the horticulturalist? You dig it? What about the goddamn uh, 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 librarian? What about the goddamn educator? What about the people who give of their time so that the nation can be educated or informed? Well, this is what you want, right? This is what you voted for. So you have to explain to me, hey, we're turning to you, Jr., you're a citizen of Washington, D.C., why are you still voting Republican? How the fuck you can still vote Republican? How you can say to me to my face that this shit is okay? Because it ain't. If you go to a social media network site <laughs> called Facebook.com, you could see a lot of different yes, ideas yes, that yes, might yes, open yes. your mind. Infowars, have you heard of them? <laughs> I've heard of Infowars. <laughs> I got some info wars. Hey, what? Can I go work on his show? Yep. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It's not all bad news. There's other places you could go to while the furlough is, oh, is happening, while these other places are closed. You can go to uh, New York City. Oh, but guess what? They're also affected. You can go to uh, uh, California, San Francisco. Guess what? The Golden Gate Bridge is affected. Guess what? You can go to uh, uh, Yellowstone. Oh, guess what? That shit is affected. But you know what you can do this weekend? You can watch the NFL. Or you can watch this motherfucker say, look at them bastards play football. At least they're doing what the fuck they're supposed to be doing. At least they taking these for something they feel like. What are you actually holding this stance for? You want a wall to be built in your fucking imagination. Cool, man. I can dig it. I got a wall and I got a bridge to sell if you believe that shit. So if Kaywood's going in the bridge business, you could find Well, this bridge is going to take you from southeast to Africa. Follow him at sign. What do you see? You could, if you really like him, go to Draft House Comedy right now. You know what Africa is. It's called. I understand. It's, it's PG County. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I can dig it, man. I'm saying, man, this motherfucker. I'm like, I look at all the smoke screens. I'm like, people are fucking furloughed, and ain't nobody talking on Facebook because they ain't got no computers to talk about because they not at work. <laughs> He is That's fucking with my social media right now. Nobody's conversing because we don't have work to do. We don't have work to pretend to do right now. Come on, man. You know how this swamp works, nigga. <laughs> and this nigga's a crocodile, ain't he? This motherfucker, nigga, they brought a crocodile to the goddamn swamp. Well, Facebook.com, <laughs> social media site for friends. <laughs> Lots of differing opinions. Lots of, oh, man. Oh, Anybody who ordered from KFC on my timeline, get off my timeline. I'm sorry. Only people order from KFC is Republicans. You know that. Hey, what I want to thank you for being here. Well, what's I'm gonna be? I ain't got no work. <laughs> That's a good way to what end. What else I'm gonna do, nigga? What else I'm gonna do? Like, it's a good way. Like, to you end. know what else it is? Is either come do comedy or smoke crack. Big, Biggie <laughs> said it. I either got a fucking, I either got a See great joke name. or a fucking crack rock. It's only two things. We can jump shop or a crack rock. You can watch the <laughs> WWE Network. Allison, is there anything you'd like to add before we bring up Teen Mortgage? No. Fantastic. Yes, you would. I mean, listen she to GTFO radio, but that's it. <laughs> there you go. Every Thursday at 11 a.m. Thursday 11 a.m. Recorded at the Line Hotel, which it's is not problematic I- in any way. Not at all. It's also on iTunes. We're very funny. Stitcher? I- 
Yeah, I think I'm on that too. I don't know. What? I'm very fucking famous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's laughing with or at you. I'm at with her. Dude, it's good. Oh, it's great. It's 2019. She's a genius. I love her, man. God. She told me about R. Kelly long before lifetime. Yo, that motherfucker's trash. <laughs> she did. She was like, stop listening to that nigga. I was like, I have. And then I was all like, of, did you though? Well, I have. I don't I don't know when everybody else is gonna stop. I stopped in two thousand two. That's too that's too late. No, it's not. That's when the tape came out. Nah, he was <laughs> pissing on Aaliyah in like ninety six. Yeah. So yeah. like But that oh. was consensual because it's legal to marry a fourteen year old. Am I right, everybody? Okay. But just for shits and giggles, uh, I we have gotta a get list. the band up. I have a list of his collaborators. Well, did, next, trust me, it'll still be in the news next month. I promise it's you. It's Valentine's Day. We'll talk about R. Kelly on Valentine's Day. It's amazing. We'll Yay. talk about R. Kelly. It's like Trump. It's like, you know how many people have stayed at Trump Towers? Stop. I got to get the band up here. Yeah. We'll talk about R. Kelly next month. It's get, perfect. Get it's perfect Valentine's Day. No more. Is this time, time for the mortgage? It's time for the mortgage. Time to pay the mortgage. Time to pay the mortgage. That is a great fucking, a great leave. The mortgage. That's that's a great name for a band at this time. Cause how the fuck am I going to pay my mortgage? <laughs> Buy Haywood a drink. Give him money. He doesn't. He has a job, but, you know, it's the furlough oh, thing. Oh, and this is to the furloughed employees. If you are furloughed, take your uh, letter to the uh, unemployment office if you need to. If you don't need to, uh, just take uh, your TSP and borrow against it. You, you, that's your money. Use your money to keep your life going. Fuck these motherfuckers. They're loud.
I really like the bit where Brandon made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I wanted to say so many things, but he had a microphone, and I did not. So it's kind of the way it works with heckling and all that shit. Guy really fucking—he's got the fucking microphone, hasn't he? So. It's kind of so gross.
Want to be close like you? Close like you? We all know that when you get a good question, question. That's when the, that's when the show starts. Show starts.
good. The concussion helps.